What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Well, what is going on, friends and family? Happy New Year. My name is Nick Person. I get the privilege of being one of the pastors here at New Vision. And for those of you that are just now joining us in this new year, we are so glad that you are here. And for those who have been with us for a while, we are glad that you are still here. And if you are new, I just wanted to kind of give you a heads up of how this is going to go. Uh, I'm going to read a couple of passages in their entirety. Then I'm just going to give some really some thoughts on it, some next steps that we can take in it. And then hopefully it will help us fix our eyes on Jesus um, as we live our day. And so I'm glad that you are here. The passages I'm reading, I'm going to be reading out of the CSB translation. I'm going to be reading 2 Corinthians verse 5, 17. And I'm going to be reading Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. I actually might go a verse before 22, but you'll follow along with me. So I'll read those two passages in their entirety. And then um, I'll just kind of talk about it and what it means to be new. Because if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. And I really want for you to know that and walk in your newness. And it reminds me of Lazarus. When Jesus calls Lazarus out of the tomb in John 11, he calls him out and he says, take your grave clothes off. Why? Because alive people don't need grave clothes. People who are alive don't walk around as if they are dead anymore. So if you are new, you are not who you used to be. You are something new. And as we navigate this new year, this 2022, hopefully we will be better able to walk in our newness. So let's read together. First, I'm going to read 2 Corinthians 5. And I'm actually going to read verse 16 and 17, which says, this from now on then we do not know anyone from a worldly perspective even if we have known christ from a worldly perspective yet now we no longer know him in this way therefore if anyone is in christ he is a new creation the old has passed away and see the new that has come love that now for ephesians i'm going to start in chapter 4 and I'm going to start in verse 20 and go through verse 24. It says this, but that is not how you came to know Christ. Assuming you heard about him and were taught by him as the truth is in Jesus to take off your former way of life, the old self that is corrupted by deceitful desires to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self the one created according to God's likeness and righteousness and purity of truth. Man, these are verses, let me go ahead and say, these are verses that are worth underlining, maybe writing on your mirror, maybe putting on your dashboard, maybe putting in your cubicle at work, because it serves as a great reminder of who you are in Christ. You are not who you used to be. You are something new. And in 2 Corinthians, as Paul is talking to the church in Corinth and he says, you know what? You used to view Christ in a different way, but now that you have accepted him, you are new and you see him in a new way. See, we don't evaluate Christ from a worldly perspective. We evaluate him from a different lens because he is the savior and the king because of what he did on a cross. 
he paid a price and paid a debt and lived the life that we've been invited to live but have been unable to live and because of the debt he paid we now have a newness in life and redemption through Jesus. And because of that redemption, verse 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away and see the new has come. So I recently got a new pair of shoes. And I know that's not, if you know me, that's not something that's out of the ordinary by any stretch of the imagination. But when I got this new pair of shoes, I always give away an old pair of shoes or a used pair of shoes that I had. And so that also helped me just navigate not having too many pairs of shoes. But all that to say, when I got what was new, I surrendered what was old. Let me say that again to you. When I got what was new, I surrendered what was old because new is what I wanted, new is what I was given, and new is what I desired. And so because I had something new, I now walk in those shoes now. Not that the other one, I, I was used to the other ones, yes, and, and they kind of fit really well as well, but now I have been given something new, so now I'm going to walk in my newness. And I can't walk in my new shoes and, and walk in my old shoes at the same time. Let me say that again to you. You can't walk in your newness and your oldness at the exact same time. They just don't fit. You, one will win and you have to surrender to one way. I have chosen to surrender to these new shoes and to walk in them. And because I'm walking in them, I no longer am walking in my old shoes because of the newness that I have received. And that is life. You have been given a new life. You have been given a new identity that's rooted in the completed work of Jesus. And that is what you get to walk in. But here's the deal. There will always be people that tell you about your old shoes, tell you how you used to walk, tell you what you used to walk in. And that is fine, but that is history. That is not the future and the present. Yes, that is who you used to be, and that's what you used to do, and those are the shoes you used to have. But you have been walking in your new shoes, and now the evidence of that are what on your feet. Now you have this newness that has been given to you through the life and the death of Jesus. So walk in that newness. And then let's go to Ephesians chapter 5. Um, I love this picture of this taking off. So you are taking off what is old. And typically when you're taking off what's old, it kind of is referring to also you're taking off what was hindering you. You're taking off what was standing in your way. You're taking off those obstacles. You're taking away that yoke of sin that you used to have. And might you still struggle with sin? Of course you are, because you are still in process. But what you wear as an identity is a robe of righteousness and no longer this robe of who you used to be in this false identity. Now you wear the robe of righteousness, which Christ has given you. You didn't earn it. You didn't make it. He gave you the robe of righteousness so you can walk around in that and embrace the freedom in which he has for you and walk differently in light of what you're now wearing. And here's the deal. The other thing I love about this newness is we are, when we say yes to Jesus, we are now his representation. So we wear his coat. We walk in his shoes. We do as he did and live as he lived. And we, what are we doing? We are giving off the aroma of Jesus in our everyday lives. So here's a question for you to think about. What do you need to take off? What is that thing that is hindering you? What is that thing that is a part of your old identity and your old nature that you're still walking around in because you have been freed from that? 
The shackles are no longer locked. You can take those off and walk in freedom and walk in your robe of righteousness and your shoes that are walking in the footsteps of Jesus. You can do that now. So what do you need to take off? Maybe you're listening and you go, you know what? I've heard about Jesus and I I like Jesus, but I have never surrendered my life to him. The first step in walking in newness is to embrace the one in which has allowed you to be new, who has taken your sin and your shame and nailed it openly to a cross to put to shame. Maybe that's the first step you take. Or maybe it's this habit. Maybe it's this bin that you've had. And maybe it's a sin you've struggled with, with a, for a long time. But maybe today is the day where you go, you know what? What is the step I can take today that allows me to walk in my newness? And so I would encourage you to walk in that today. I would encourage you to share that with somebody. Hey, I want you to know that you should be walking around in this, but because I know I'm new and I'm a new creation in Christ, I'm going to walk in this way and share that with them so they can help you and encourage you on the journey. But here's the deal. It is a new year. But more importantly, if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. Let's lay aside those broke down shoes. Let's lay aside that broke down robe and let's walk in these new shoes of righteousness and put on this robe of the king and walk in that. And may our lives, because we are fixing our eyes on our king and walking in our newness, may our lives give off the aroma of the king. I'm excited about your newness. May we walk together in it. May we run towards the king and may we point the finger to who gave us the robe and who has made us new and give all glory and honor to the king. I hope you will join us as we continue on this new theme to begin the year of 2022. No, we are for you. No, we love you. But more importantly, you have a king who goes before you, a king who's in your midst and a king who has your back. Y'all be blessed and we look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.